This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Uh, this week, we get to uh, bring back Amber Winfrey. Uh, you've heard her talk about the brick wall and resurfacing, and because she has skilled up over and over again in the time that she has spent resurfacing, she has found so many claims that probably never would have been filed if she did not go back. And as a result of that, has become exceptionally familiar with the claims process. So I asked if she would come in and share that experience with us to instill confidence to all of our agents, that the claims process is simple and straightforward. We talked through the concept in this episode and screen recorded a video of how to file a claim for each of our plans. So those can be found in the show notes. Make sure to look at those. Uh, But this content is so helpful and informative, so I really hope you study it and put it to use. That's what it's here for. Here we go. All right, welcome back. I'm sitting down with Amber Winfrey. Uh, Keep in mind that in the show notes, there are phenomenal explanations and just step-by-step walkthroughs of how to file a claim for accident, heart, and cancer. We also walk through the actual benefits, the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts of the benefits. So make sure you check out those at some point. But in this episode, we specifically, we are going to walk through how to talk to your clients when they need to file a claim, write the questions to ask them and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Amber, I will pass it over to you. Thank you. Yeehaw. Yeah. So I love helping my clients write claims. I feel like this is really, you know, when I first started with family heritage, um, the duck, right. Is our biggest competition in not just my area, but most areas. Um, and so as I really started talking to business owners and finding where the needs were and figuring out where I fit in, one of the things that I realized very, very quickly is that the claims are where most people fall off, right? They have something happen and either the claims process is too overwhelming or they don't do it correctly and it denies. And either way, they end up with a bad taste in their mouth and they end up ultimately canceling or just completely hating that company. Right. And so as I was kind of doing my homework and listening and talking to people, I realized this is really where I can set myself apart um, in this industry and truly be an agent within my community. And so I just tell my clients, like, call me. I work for you. My job is to help you get paid. I will take care of you when things happen. And so the claims process is really your chance to excel for your client. And this is what keeps them on the books. And so it's just truly understanding. So when we do a demo, it's finding the need and filling the need, right? It's asking a really, a series of really good questions and then figuring out how we fit the bill. Okay. Filing a claim is not much different. It's just asking a lot of really good questions and then telling them what we need them to do to help us do our job. So, you know, whether we're talking accident, cancer, heart and stroke, it always just starts with like that empathetic, you know, oh my gosh, 
I'm so sorry your family's going through this. Yeah, really being there with them. Absolutely. Because, you know, the phone rings and you pick, hey, it's, you know, thank you for calling. This is Amber. Or, hey, it's Amber. Or, Hi. You know, however you choose to answer your phone call, right? And then on the other end, it's, you've, got a per, you've got a human being who is most likely going through one of the scariest times in their life. Right. right? Um, and so this is just really your opportunity to show up and be the person that you need to be. And it, it comes with just tell me what's going on. So it's, it's finding out exactly the ins and outs. What happened? Mm-hmm. When did it happen? Where did you go? What did they tell you we need to do next? What's the plan? And guys, what Amber is telling you right now is so important because, I mean, we are blessed that we have the best product on the market. Absolutely. We're able to separate ourselves from other uh, companies and products just because of the benefits that we offer, the fact that we have no limits, the fact that we have the return of premium. But really where the above and beyond experience comes from is from you as the agent, right? That is the differentiating factor is how good are you at helping your clients when they need help? And, and you guys, if you've listened to my servicing podcast, you know that's another thing that my heart just beats for, right? Yeah. I love cold calling. I'm crazy like that. I love <laughs> walking into a business. Give me some objections. Getting let's play ball, right? right. Give, let's play ball. Let's go. But truthfully, where my heart loves this business is when I get to go back and visit you again and take care of you right. and when I get to be there with you when things happen. And that's sure. really where I feel like I personally set myself apart and I've created kind of a brand for my business. Yeah. So- you know, accidents, those are typically, knock on wood, majority of the time, those are the, the easier ones. Mm-hmm. Usually we're talking stitches, concussions, broken bones, surgeries, things like that, you know. Right. Unfortunately, there are there are sad stories built into accident as well, but most of those phone calls are pretty standard. Right. And it's just like, oh my gosh, Dylan, I'm so sorry you broke your leg. What the heck were you doing? Yeah. You know, and it's and then it's, you know, oh gosh, I was snowboarding and I thought I could hit this hill and I landed wrong and it's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear that." Bummer. How, yeah. yeah, did you go to the doctor right away? Cuz side note, I want to make sure they saw their doctor within 14 days. Right. Every time I see my clients, I remind them of that little teeny tiny piece of fine print, but if they waited 3 weeks to see their doctor and they told their doctor it was 3 weeks later, I'm right. not going to waste their time, right? Right. I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be like, oh, Dylan, unfortunately, we have to see that doctor within 14 days. Do you remember me telling you that? I'm not going to waste their time or mine. Or I'm going to say, I'm going to help you file this claim, but I just want you to know there's a chance I might not pay. And if you guys li- watch and listen to the videos that are attached in the show notes to this episode, um, you'll, you'll notice, and hopefully you should note, that every single time that Amber protects a family, she lets them know the biggest thing in the fine print is you must go see a doctor within 14 days. So then whenever it comes up, she has confidence that she can say, hey, do you remember what I said to you when we were sitting down? I say it when I sell you the policy and I say it every time I reservice you. I say it when you call me. Like, hey, my son had stitches. Awesome. Don't forget, you have to be in within 14 days, right? right? So it's like, oh my gosh. Okay, Dylan. When did you go see the doctor? Awesome. Right away. Cool. What did they say? Mm-hmm. Well, it's broken. Okay. What else? Yeah. Do you need surgery? Are they going to put you in physical therapy? Like, what does this look like? I want them to paint that picture for me. I want to know everything they told their doctor, their doctor told them. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? Okay. Awesome. So Dylan, here's what we need to do next. Right. Okay. 
And then if they're local to me and it's it's convenient and it's easy or they're elderly or they're somebody that really truly does need a handholding, I'm going to do everything in my power to come to them. Right. Go to their work, their home, their hospital, wherever they're at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're further away, it's like, hey, I'm going to email you this claims form. Okay. And what I need from you is I need your medical records. Okay. From the day you went in saying exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I need an x-ray report verifying that break. Okay. And then we're just going to throw that itemized bill in there and see if there's anything else we can pay you on. Right. Does that sound good? And here's the cool thing. Most people nowadays can go onto an online portal and pull their medical records, print them off and have them for me within the hour. Right. Some people, that's not their skill set. It's not, they're not savvy. That's okay too. They can call. Uh, it takes a couple of days longer, but again, no big deal. And then typically I'll just say, hey, when can I walk through that claims form with you? And Amber, I, I know that you always, you know, you, you say that you always have a couple claims forms on hand when yes. you're in the field. Um, when you're talking to somebody, is there a place on your iPad that you save all of the claims forms and all of these sheets? Where, where do you do that? Absolutely. In my books. Cool. Right there with my brochures and everything save else, right? two books. So if I'm with you in person and I don't have a claims form, it's just pulling up my books and I'm going to email it to you right now. If I'm at home, I'm emailing it off my computer. If I have a claims form, I'm going to fill it out with you right there. Right. It's like, oh, you haven't pulled the paperwork yet, but we're still going to fill out this claims form and I'm going to leave it with you. Right. Pull this paperwork. This is where we're sending it. So what she has got to know is in the beginning, right, the first time you're filing a claim, it seems like a lot, but all you got to do is do it the right way the first time and save all of the paperwork that you know is important the first time somewhere where you know back, you know to go back and get it. You can always refer back to it when something else happens to someone else. Absolutely. And and here's the thing, you guys. There have been multiple claims that I've filed in my career where I've literally just dialed home office. Right. You know, where it's like, oh, gosh, Dylan, um, geez, I'm not quite sure what we need for that. So hang on. And I pull up my phone and I call the agent hotline. People, you, we have no clue how blessed we are. If you've never worked for a company with a 30-minute hold time, you have no clue how blessed you are to be able to dial home office, get transferred to Cleveland, Ohio right. in less than three minutes. And Sometimes then it's immediate. Immediately. Right. And then be just talking to this beautiful woman, Caroline, on the other line, who's just like over the moon to help you. And I put my I put myself on speakerphone and I'm like, hey, Caroline, I'm sitting here with my client, is. Dylan, right. and he broke his leg snowboarding. Yeah. And we're just trying to file the claim. And I just want to make sure I'm telling him everything correctly. We fill up the claims form. We've got the expert report and the medical records. Anything else I'm missing? Yeah. And that's a, a cool thing I do want to just point out real quickly. Is it, I mean, it is very rare to be able to call customer service with confidence, knowing that it's your agent hotline and put it on speakerphone. And again, in confidence, be able to share exactly what the customer service is saying, how they're saying it. They usually, you know, use good manners. Our customer service is second to none. Absolutely. And when you're on the phone with them, if there's something that you need, they will email it directly to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So they're just awesome. So it's like utilize that because all you're doing is just reinforcing to your policyholder that like, hey, we're here to help you. And like, if I'm not available, you can wait on hold for a whole two minutes and talk to a live (laughs) person in the middle of the US who's going to help you. And so it's just getting that taken care of. And then, you know, the easy claims, a couple pages, I fax them in. Piece of cake, right? The bigger ones, we mail them. No big deal. So it's just getting an, an I oftentimes will just take the paperwork. Like we fill everything out and I'm like, hey, 
I'll just pop this in the mail for you. And I'll go spend the 30 bucks or whatever it is with FedEx to drop it in the mail and make sure it's taken care of. It's those little tiny things that make a big deal, make a big difference to our policyholders. And you guys, that's where the retention comes from, right? right? It's having that personal person to come and take care of you and serve your needs. Um, People have it. They're like, man, I have, you know. Amber is my agent. I am never going to lose. For lose sure. Sorry. Yeah. No, and yeah. I mean, I even have policyholders who've written testimonials who are like, my agent promised to help me with claims, and she did just that when I broke my wrist. Right. And it just, it means a lot, not just to me, but it speaks a lot to the business and, and the, the community that we do business in, because I have agents within my team who also work within these communities, and they walk in and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm no, I do business with Amber and, and they love me. So immediately, right, my agent is now part of their family because I've done such a good job taking care of that business. And now I send a new agent in there to check up on people and they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're part of Amber's team, right? It's just creating a really good culture, not just within the business, but within the clientele. Right. So that's, I mean, accidents, pretty simple, right? It's, it's always, it's the claim form. The, the second sheet on the claims form is um, the doctor's report. But the nice part about that is you can substitute that with medical records. Most of the time, especially for accident, we don't often get to see our doctor a second time. It's usually an ER doctor, an urgent care doctor. So rather than trying to track them down for this claims form, it's just pulling medical records, which say the same thing. So it's very, very simple to file that accident claim or whatever else. Cancer and heart, those are a little bit more intense. But again, all of these claims pay with itemized billing and medical records. So it's, it's like you said, you know, it feels overwhelming your first time. But after you've done it a couple of times, it's like, ugh, no big yeah, deal. It's big, no big deal. And that's, and that's the part. So it's, it's like when we're talking about cancer, you know, the initial claims process with cancer is that initial biopsy report. It's the, it's the biopsy report, and people don't realize that your date of diagnosis is not necessarily when the doctor comes in the room and says, I think you have cancer, right? Or yeah. that lump looks suspicious, or X, Y, Z. It is when the biopsy report comes back, and that can make all the difference in the world for people. Because between the time a doctor suspects cancer and the biopsy confirms it, there's usually a few days in there. Right. I have a 31-day cancer claim. And the only difference between day 28 and day 31 was that biopsy report. Right. And it was all the difference as to whether or not we paid her. And guys, have, have patience with this stuff. Just like in the beginning of the, your career when you were learning how to approach people effectively and get sit-downs consistently. Um, and then you got frustrated in your first, you know, whatever, what maybe 90 days or whatever. The first couple of times you're doing this, you're probably going to be a little bit frustrated because you just don't have the knowledge yet. Right. If you yes. ever heard the term KFC, not Kentucky Fried Chicken, but knowledge, fears, confidence. When our knowledge on something is really low, the irrational fears are really high, and then our confidence is really low. So over the course of repet- if just actually practicing this and going through repetitions of it, naturally our knowledge will increase. The irrational fears of, not, of being incompetent to actually help someone file a claim will decrease, and our confidence will go up. And that's the ultimate goal with any of this stuff is just increasing knowledge. And, uh, you know, by default, that increases confidence as well. I actually love that you said that because for me, my anxiety increases when I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Right. So when I get a phone call and I don't know what to do or things happen, like I, my anxiety elevates. And so that's why I'm such a go to the source. I mean, you guys, I think if we like ran my phone reports, I have probably spent 
24 hours of my career on the phone with the agent line. Yeah, I talk to them all the time. All the like time. They know who I, I am. I have sent them cookies <laughs> and flowers right. at one point. Like, I mean, when Nicole, like, in a billing awesome. got married, like, we sent her a gift basket because I feel like these are my people because right. I'm on the phone with them because they're so helpful. My anxiety goes up when I don't know what to do. So, yeah. what do I do? I get answers. If right. I have a plan and I have answers, I feel better. So, I call For the sure. agent line and I get answers. And then each time it just builds. It's like, okay, I learned that this time. Now what? Right. And so, that's honestly like, that's where I got, that's where this information came from. It's just right. going to the source and, when I say the source, you know, I I love Justin Ellingson. He is my go-to for all things. I do not go to him for help with benefits and claims. Right. That's right? not his, that's not that's his not job. That's not his specialty. Right. I don't go to you, Dylan, for right. help with that stuff. Like, I go to the people whose claims. job it is to do that. Right. Because that's where I know I can get the absolute unequivocal answer. I can get it explained the way I need it to be explained. And there's a recorded piece of proof that I called and made those questions and those were the answers given to me. Right. Um, you don't get that over Voxer. You don't get that from your AO. Right. You don't get that from the other agent who's been here six months longer than you who had a cancer claim last week, right? Right. We just need to figure it out ourselves. And that's where all this information has come from. So cancer claims, the pathology report is your initial diagnosis. Everything stacks from there. The cool thing about cancer claims is once you get that initial diagnosis report in, most everything else is itemized bills. It's right. all itemizations, hospitals, chemo, surgery, ambulance. All of that is just show me the days you were in. Show me what you had surgery for. All of those things are coded. They're CPT codes. I wish I knew what CPT stood for. I've used that term a million times. CPT codes are a billing code. You're on it, aren't you? <laughs> CPT codes are a billing code that doctors use. They plug in a CPT code and it automatically distributes a payment fee for everything you have done. So like every single surgery for somebody with cancer has a CPT code. All family it's heritage. current procedural terminology. There you go. Every single thing you have done has a current procedural terminology code attached to it. And family heritage types in that code in a fee schedule is assigned. It's that simple. So ambulances, surgery, hospitalization, chemo, all of those things are just itemized billing and medical records. It's that simple. Donor benefit, they need reports, right? We need to know why you were a donor. What did you have done? Um, second opinion, that one requires medical records as well. Do you need to know who it went to? The donor? Yeah. I think it says that in the reports. Okay. I've never asked that question. If you don't know, I've ask actually claims. never gotten to file a donor claim before. Right. And I'm very happy about that, but I also can't wait for the opportunity to shake somebody's hand because the cool thing about being a donor is you don't have to be a donor within your own network, right? right. You can anybody. literally donate to Uncle John in Oklahoma who right. needs, you know, stem cells. So yeah. I've never filed one, but I can't wait to shake the hand of some noble human being who does. It makes it happen, yeah. And I will for sure call Family Heritage to make sure I'm doing it right. But I know that it requires medical records. Um, second opinion, same thing. When you're going in for a consultation, there needs to be a record of that. Family member lodging, there's travel logs and billing. Um, and then hospice, you know, that requires medical records and itemized billing as well. So anything with the dates. How long were you in the hospital? Itemize those dates. How long were you in hospice? Itemize those dates. They seem so foreign at first. Once you've done it enough, it just almost becomes intuitive. Right. right? Um, the one thing to make note of is 
cancer and heart claims that happen within the first year of a policyholder are going to take longer. Yeah. Yep. Accident claims are pretty quick. They're simple. Most of them are broken bones and stitches and concussions, and they're a really fast turnaround. Cancer and heart, unfortunately, is not the case. So if you have a policyholder who's diagnosed with cancer or heart attack and stroke within their first year, you're automatically going to want to include all medical records. If you don't, they're going to request them, and it's just going to take longer. So just know if you don't include medical records, no big deal. They're going to send a letter to the policyholder requesting them. It's just going to delay the claim further. Right. Um, but you're definitely going to want to make sure you include those right off the bat. It's just going to speed things up. Um, heart and stroke, again, same simple thing. It's that first page, the claimant side where you're, what was going on? When did you go in? Who did you see? Were you admitted? All that stuff, right? Second page, optional. If you can track down your doctor, great. If not, medical records are the easiest way to do it. And there is a first diagnosis benefit, right? Cancer and heart, six grand on diagnosis. Heart attack and stroke, there's a lot of ways. Cancer, there's one way to diagnose. It's a biopsy, right? right? Heart and stroke, there's a lot of ways. It could be a catheterization report. It could be a stress test or EKG. You could be admitted to the hospital where they run a bunch of blood work, right? Uh, it could be an MRI or a CT scan. However they diagnosed that, we need that report, okay? And so it's just, hey, whatever the diagnosis method was, we need the diagnostic report on your heart attack or stroke. That's the terminology you would use. And then from there, it's itemized bill. Were they taken by ambulance? Itemized bill. Were they admitted to the hospital? Itemized bill. Wellness benefit, cancer, heart, stroke. You guys, wellness benefit is the easiest benefit to pay. It's my favorite. Every time I see you, I will ask you, did you get your colonoscopy? Did you get your prostate exam? Right? Did you get your cholesterol checked? Because all we have to do is take a picture of the bill and fax it in. No claims form needed. No medical records required. You fax in a copy of the bill and they pay. Um, <laughs> Even if it's your first claim? Yeah, yeah. Super fun side story. I have a policyholder. Her and her husband have elite cancer and elite heart coverage with me. And during COVID, when we were home, I did a lot of resurfacing phone calls, right, during COVID on quarantine. This was like March 20th of 2020, right? Right. And so, and I called, and I'm like, hey, Heidi, Amber, just checking in, wanted to make sure you're doing okay during COVID, see if you need a coverage review, and want to make sure I don't owe you any money. And she's like, well, you know, my husband and I, we both had our colonoscopies, we both had our cholesterol, and we both had our stress tests this year and last year. I think I need to send that to you. I'm like, yeah, you do. We ended up paying them out almost two grand. <laughs> <laughs> right during COVID, just for their wellness benefits, because they were getting really? 240 for everything each. Per person, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so it was just like, yeah, set. And it was just the bills. All I needed was the bills, and they got paid immediately. So those are the fun ones and the easy ones. Every time you see a client that's got cancer or heart, it's like, hey, did you get your mammogram or your prostate exam? Right. You know, or, yeah. or hey, did you, if they make you fast, you're automatically getting your cholesterol checked. Let's hmm. submit that. Yeah. So those are the easy ones. But Really, it's just your reports and your medical records are everything you need. And then it's just phone calling. It's phone calling Family Heritage to make sure. The agent line, um, 440-922-5252. Two-minute hold time, you guys. They answer everything for you. So the one thing that I do tell 
everybody, and I said this in the earlier, like the YouTube video that we talked about, but I can't reiterate it enough, is when you're talking about claims and you're talking about benefits, don't ever promise benefits. Don't ever promise that we're going to pay X amount of dollars because so much of what we do is based on billing um, and the way that a hospital codes things. Okay, and it could mean more and it could mean less and you just never want to put your foot in your mouth. Um, Don't promise payment, right? You don't know what they're hiding from you. Right. So many people do not want to share the skeletons in their closet, right? It's like, oh, do you have X, Y, Z? Nope. I'm good. Nope. Have you ever had cancer? Nope. (laughs) Right? Because they don't want us. They they think we'll never find out. Right. Right. They hope we'll never find out. And you just don't know. Um. If you're unsure of coverage, like I said, call the agent line. Don't ask your peers. I mean, we're all doing the best we can, and we work with some really sharp, really talented individuals, but we all only know what we've been through, right? right? And and so if you're unsure, just call the agent line. Um, if you have questions about qualifications, fill out that underwriting information release form. It is in FHL Connect. Um, in the marketing materials, it's there for every category. It's also in the app. It will ask you, if you answer yes to any questions, it will prompt you, do you need to fill out an underwriting information release form for this policy? Like, yes, fill it out. Family Heritage will decide if they qualify, not you. Right. Right. Put it on somebody else's shoulders. Um, and then know that some claims will take longer than others to pay. Broken ankles are much simpler than cancer, okay? Um, And so just don't ever promise payment or promise, oh, this should be, this should pay out in just a couple of weeks. No big deal. 24 grand. Yeah, you're going to get 24 grand and it should be here in the next couple of weeks. Right. And then they get 14 grand and it takes six weeks, right? Right. Or they get 80 grand and it takes, you know, whatever. It's just, do no matter how it shapes out, you're going to look like you don't know what you're talking about. Right. So less and is more. decreases. Yeah, absolutely. Whether you're high or low, in, in long or short, it's your trust goes out the window when you are wrong. And right. so you just, you never know how important that competency trait is to people. Right. And so you just want to be really careful with the claims process. For sure. Love it. Thank you, Amber. I'm sure this will be super helpful to so many people, uh, including me. I I know you've been through a lot of different claims with your clients. So thank you for sharing your knowledge and your experience with us. You bet. Thanks for having me on. I love it. Cheers, guys. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.